Hey there, Tawi here. Welcome back to Get Set Go, GSG's a one-stop Singaporean podcast for all things fitness and sports. If you haven't, would really appreciate it if you could just follow this podcast and follow GetSetGo.sg on Instagram. Today's podcast isn't really about fitness tips or advice or anything. I just wanted to talk about struggling with insecurities. Having insecurities, I feel, is a very common thing in the fitness industry. I have a cousin who, the one who got me into lifting weights, he once told me, the day you started lifting is the day you become forever small. It sounded ridiculous to me at first. If you recall, my goal was to just, you know, have a better body and to look better in clothes. Like I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder or something. Uh, as with majority of the population. I think what didn't strike me at the time was that this sentence reflects how everyone views themselves at some point in time. Like people will feel um, inadequate and they will feel like they're not good enough at whatever they are trying to accomplish. And everyone has insecurities, right? Including me. It can show up in any aspects of our lives. For me, I definitely struggled with my looks, my identity, my finances, and even doubted, you know, my character at some point. I think people, including me, might not have reflected on the reasons for their behaviours or thoughts, like why are we the way we are. I also think it's normal that people are uncomfortable with their insecurities and try to deny them, hide them, or overcompensate for them. Especially, you know, with the rise of social media, this is increasingly common because we do what we do best, right? Which is to compare. And with society being so critical and unforgiving now, you know, in addition to us being super harsh on ourselves, I think it forces us to kind of retreat into ourselves and then we downplay the importance of expressing or exploring our emotions or maybe even fear, you know, expressing them. For example, I think it was because of how I was brought up as a Chinese boy and being told that, you know, being emotional or showing any form of vulnerability was not right. And I was taught to not question authority. So I learned to dismiss and hide my feelings because, you know, all men had to be logical and responsible and whatnot. So my family also didn't really have a culture of um, communicating on an emotional level as well. So I never understood the concept of um, communication. Growing up, I was pretty much only allowed to go to school and go home right after or maybe after CCAs, right? I wasn't allowed to hang out much with friends. When I was super young, I think in primary school, I was actually very extroverted, you know, in the beginning. I wanted to be part of a group like always. Um, That's why I came up with this very clownish persona when I was in primary and secondary school because I thought that being funny seemed like a, like a better or easier way to fit in. But I don't think that worked very well also. I wasn't a very popular kid. 
um, I had people come up to tell me that they hated me, you know, I guess I was super annoying or something. But I love playing sports, I always wanted to be good at them in school. I was part of a volleyball team and I trained very hard, you know, but I was very small size. So I wasn't the best fit and I was really not athletic at all. I couldn't catch up with my teammates. So I'm not cool, I'm not a good athlete and I'm definitely not one of the brighter kids also. Plus, I had bad experiences in my first few relationships in secondary school, right? But no point talking about it because we were all kids in secondary school, you know? But because of all that, I always question myself, like, am I ever gonna be good good at something? Like, pretty much a recipe for disaster by now, right? And I think that led me to have really low self-esteem yep so from then on i think like most teenagers i went through some identity crisis like i even had the emo face you know the eyeliner skinny jeans nail polish flippy hair yeah i think like a lot of people at the time i felt very unloved you know like the usual teenage stuff huh? like i really felt like a misfit And even then, I don't think I actually sat down to really reflect or acknowledge my emotions or my anger, feelings. I just kept brushing them aside. And of course, I tried to express it in other ways. Like I dressed super loud or I dressed super differently just to get people to to see or acknowledge that I exist. And I think this carried over to the later parts of my life too, right? Fast forward now that I've discovered fitness, I started lifting. I think it made me happy to know that people recognize me for this and this became part of my identity, you know. And I was afraid of losing this part of myself. So that might have been an unseen motivation for me. Like, I will try to get stronger, lift heavier, get swole, get shredded. And even then, I've been laughed at for being weak or having small legs or being fat. And you know, I mentioned social media, right? Social media is really like a double-edged sword, you know, like some days I get motivated and some days I just find myself, you know, comparing non-stop to other people. How is this guy so shredded? How is he so strong? Why am I so weak? Why am I so skinny? Why am I so fat, right? Then obviously this became very unhealthy, you know, because I started developing some very unhealthy and unrealistic dieting habit. It was super torturous, you know, like coupled with my lack of knowledge. Like I was either starving or I stuffed my face with a ton of junk and lied to myself that that was refeed, you know. And I became very obsessed with my diet. I think I did keto at some point also and i didn't know what i was doing like really i just basically cut out carbs without tracking calories and i underate it or i overate it yeah and i became very obsessed with the weighing scale and then i just got stuck in this very vicious loop right just compare and under eat overeat and look at the scale whatever and of course there were other factors in my life too at that at, at that point uh, and I felt like I, I needed a lot of control you know and dieting was a great way to exercise that control if you ask me how I got out of that I don't think I completely have to be honest 
but I definitely improved. I started following a lot more bodybuilders, more positive people and feeding off their positivity. I think what really helped me was listening to real stories and real experiences and learning how to manage my expectations from there, which is really what I'm trying to do here as well. So I found comfort in knowing that I'm not the only one out there with those issues. So I spend more time educating myself and trying to learn more things at my own pace. Of course, from day to day, I'm only human. I still find myself with some insecurities like, you know, looking skinny fat or doubting my work ethic. And then when that happens, I'll go and meditate and I'll learn to acknowledge my feelings, my insecurities, and then I'll let go of these negative thoughts. It's also important for us to keep reminding ourselves of our successes, you know, that you need to have faith in yourself and trust the process and stop being so harsh on ourselves. Of course, it's good to have a goal, right? And it's good to work for it. But if you don't really enjoy the journey, what's the point, you know? Like the destination might not even be as good as how others describe it to be. So, yep, I think it's good for everyone to explore and really discover themselves and find out where their insecurities stem from and get to the root of the problem. You'll also learn to accept your insecurities, you know, know that you're not alone. Don't be afraid to reach out or be afraid of being judged. Work towards your goal and just enjoy the process, fam. So that's it this mildly cheesy episode for you but seriously if you think you need help right don't be afraid to ask for it that's all for today and i'll see you on the next episode of get set go